You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javano Kelly live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Greetings, greetings beautiful people. I hope you are all doing great. I am excited to be here with you for another amazing amazing episode of the African Father in America podcast. My name is Simon Javan Okelo. I am the host of the African Father in America podcast and I live stream on multiple platforms while recording my podcast. And so currently as we speak, I am live on YouTube. So if you're watching my YouTube channel right now, I urge you to press the thumbs up button so that next time when I'm live, YouTube can notify you. And also I want to encourage you if you're watching on TikTok, if you're watching on uh, LinkedIn, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, I want to encourage you to take a second and share the link to this uh, live broadcast of the African Father in America podcast. You might be asking yourself, why is Simon here again today? I'm here because I love African proverbs and I love looking at African proverbs every single day and really taking them as my way of grounding myself, reflecting on the day ahead, reflecting on yesterday and figuring out where am I going to position myself in all of these things, you know. And so uh, today we have a beautiful proverb from the Ashanti community in West Africa. It says that hunger is felt by slave and king alike. Hunger is felt by slave and king alike. Before I continue on with uh, sharing with you more about this uh proverb that we're going to discuss I want to share with you a little bit about the Madaraka festival I have uh, added a, a, you know something beautiful for those who are watching uh, we have the the banner for Madaraka festival the the artwork for Madaraka festival right there on your screen and what this um, is showing you is that we are doing something incredible we are making history with Madaraka Festival that I have been producing uh, since 2014. This is the first year where in one month we are doing the Madaraka Festival in four different cities, in New York on May 16th, in uh, Atlanta on May 21st, and in Dallas on May 24th. But then the main show is going to be in Seattle, Washington, on May 26th. So if you want to get your tickets for New York and Atlanta and Dallas, go to uh, Ticketmaster. If you want to get your tickets for Madaraka Festival USA Tour, go to Ticketmaster. And if you want to get your tickets for Seattle, uh, go to Benaroya Hall's website. You know, Benaroya is one of the most, um, you know, ex exquisite venues, uh, musical venues. It's also the the location where Seattle Symphony performs. So um, a lot of people when you hear about uh, African music festivals, you think about the artist. And so 
uh, we are really really privileged that uh, sauti soul who are an award-winning uh, band from kenya who are also amongst the top three bands in africa are going to be um you know gracing the stage as the headliners we have eddie kenzo who is a, a grammy nominated uh brother from uganda who is also going to grace the stage we have king kaka who is an amazing rapper from kenya who is going to be there dres from zimbabwe is going to be there anthony cole from trinidad and tobago as well as tacoma refugee choir one vibe band dj les cadence you know dj poison ivy dj afrisha uh, dj freddy mooks and also dj black so if you are uh, in uh, any of the cities that i have mentioned i highly encourage you to uh, you know check out the links for the tickets for those three uh, cities and also seattle washington where i am actually broadcasting from so if you're watching the show for the first time thank you again for joining us uh, my name is Simon Javan Okello and I am the host of the African Father in America podcast. Our proverb today takes us to the Ashanti community where we are discussing an amazing proverb that says hunger is felt by slave and king alike. This is a very, very beautiful proverb and for me it reminds me about so many different things that I'm going to uh, share with you. I'm going to share with you a couple of stories uh, in the course of our conversation today. But first, I want to share with you the nuggets of wisdom. Every day I share the proverb and also I share three nuggets of wisdom related to the proverb. Before I do that, if you're watching this on YouTube, I want you to uh, you know, make sure you're sharing the link to this conversation and also you're double tapping the screen and sharing uh, and liking the live stream on YouTube. If you're watching on, uh, I mean on TikTok, you know, you're double tapping the screen, liking the, the live stream, you're sharing it, and you're also commenting there. I want you to tell me uh, whether you're on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, uh, on Twitter. Take a second and down below the screen, there is a comment section. I want you to tell me what comes to your mind when you hear this proverb that says hunger is felt by slave and king alike hunger is felt by slave and king alike tell me what this brings to your mind uh, for me it says uh, there, there are three nuggets of wisdom number one uh, we we have a nugget of wisdom here that says that hunger is a shared experience you know hunger is a shared experience if you live in a neighborhood where uh, a lot of the time, if you live uh, in a place like Kenya, where I come from, uh, many of the well-to-do neighborhoods are side by side with the slums. If there is hunger and the people who are in the well-to-do neighborhoods are doing well and they have food to eat, but the people who are from the slums do not have food to eat, the people who are in the well-to-do neighborhoods, you know, they will know it because their neighbors will come knocking at their door. There will be a lot of people uh, in the streets and there will be a lot of 
there will be a lot of begging actually and uh, sometime people can actually even break your door or uh, force themselves into your house to get some food you know uh, and I w- I'll elaborate on this after I share the the third nugget of wisdom uh, the second nugget of wisdom says here that we are all vulnerable to the to the same physiological needs you know um, hunger does not choose whether you are old or young whether you are big or small everybody is going to be hungry everybody needs to eat similar to how cars function we all need the fuel to keep us going so uh, we all have the same need to feed ourselves in order for us to survive uh, third is that hunger can also be a source of motivation and drive inspiring individuals to work hard and strive for success you know when you're when you're hungry uh, you don't care what you're going to do in order to feed your family you know you don't care what you're going to do in order to get the food uh, you know to eat so that's why sometime uh, when african immigrants move to the united states you find that a doctor somebody who was a practicing doctor back home or was a banker or was a was a well established civil servant when they move here they literally start from scratch and what that means is that somebody who had a driver a maid um and all sorts of support ends up uh, doing all these things by themselves and they end up doing odd jobs that uh, really uh, take away a lot of their self esteem and their dignity so uh, you know this this uh, you know last last nugget of wisdom really reminds us that uh, when you are faced with hunger when you are faced with a situation where you need to do what you need to do in order to survive in order to feed your family it doesn't matter who you are you know uh, it will force you to do what you need to do And so as I was thinking about this proverb hunger is felt by slave and king alike it reminded me of the current situation in Kenya where in the streets you see people with cooking uh, cooking cooking pots and people are banging on these cooking pots and people are saying uh, you know we are hungry we are hungry people are protesting because the cost of life in Kenya has become unbearable similar to how it is across the world because of the ongoing um, economical downturn you know the pandemic uh, uh, you know catalyzed the, the 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 cost of living the war in ukraine catalyzed the you know the cost of living and inflation rates are continuing to go to levels that have never been seen before and so uh the people who suffer the most are the poorest people in all corners of the world they are the ones that are faced with hunger and starvation every single day and so in Kenya the situation has got out of hand and as of yesterday the opposition leader Raila Odinga announced that every every monday and thursday there will be protests until the cost of living uh is manageable and also there will be protests until uh, there is electoral justice and um the other demands as well that were put in place but the primary uh demand that is in alignment with our proverb today 
is around hunger. You know, when people are hungry, you cannot control them. Uh, I remember, you know, talking to a friend of mine who was a who was a a, a child soldier in South Sudan during the war in South Sudan. Uh, in fact, even now there is still a war in South Sudan. Uh, it's just on and off. It's happening in different regions. It's happening at different seasons. But at the peak of the war in South Sudan, before the peace deal was signed in 2010, a lot of young people, young boys and girls, were given guns and were forced to fight in the in the war in South Sudan. And so this friend of mine was telling me how at a certain point they were completely out of food and they ended up consuming uh, even even the bodies of their own uh, you know their own friends you know and so it got to a point where he was contemplating should i should i kill my friend and consume their their their, their meat you know because they they got to a place where they were that desperate and i feel that for me what i would urge any leader especially the kenyan leadership where the country is going through a very difficult time but the president has taken a very very strong stand that is not going to change anything i would urge that we think about a place like south sudan where it got to a point where people are eating each other you know we should not let uh people get to a point where they are so desperate that they are willing to eat each other you know and so what we are learning from today's uh, episode of the African Father in America podcast through the proverb from the Ashanti region uh, that says hunger is felt by slave and king alike is that if there is a problem in South Sudan there is a problem in America if there is a problem in Somalia there is a problem in the UK and I'm saying this because the moment there is instability in any of these countries, there is also instability in the developed world because the number of immigrants that leave the developed countries uh, and make their way across the Red Sea, uh, even if they're dying uh, during that voyage, they are determined to change their situation, to go to a place where they feel that there is more food where there is more security. So as long as the world is turning a blind eye on some of the things that are going on uh, in the third world countries, uh, as long as the developed nations are participating in installing governments that are illegitimate across Africa in order for them to have more control uh, on Africa and African countries, uh, we are going to continue dealing with um, you know, quelling violence and quelling protests instead of focusing on uh, agricultural production and development initiatives that can actually eradicate hunger, you know. Uh, what has been fascinating for me recently uh, it has been observing how Ukraine is in the midst of a war and it is still feeding countries like Kenya. You know, as we speak, there's a huge... Ukrainian aid vessel that just docked in the port of Mombasa in Kenya where it's providing grains, you know, maize and uh, all sorts of grain products. Uh, so a country that has developed its feeding programs and agricultural systems and technologies is still able 
to provide food for many other countries while it is at war. Of course, this food is being provided for diplomatic uh, relationships so that they can win the Kenyan government uh, in order for them to, you know, let's say there is a voting going on in the UN Security Council. Uh, you know, they want favors, you know, it's not free food, you know, there's nothing that is always for free, you know, but they're still doing something worth acknowledging. And uh, it's just unfortunate that a lot of leaders, as long as they eat, they don't worry whether the people that they lead are eating. And so what this proverb is reminding us is that if you're a leader, make sure that the people that you are leading are being well-fed. If you are uh, a business owner, make sure that your employees are being paid well so that they can feed their families. Otherwise, they will feed off of this uh, big empire that you're building. If you're a teacher, make sure that your children, the students that you're teaching are, you know, well-fed, not only with food, but also with information. Because if you don't feed them with proper information, they will begin challenging you, you know. And so this is a beautiful proverb that could take me to many, many directions. But I want to first uh, just recognize a couple of people who are joining us for today's show uh, as we are heading towards the end of our time together today. I just want to encourage you, if you're watching this show on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment down below so that I can I can give you a shout out. Let me know where in the world you are joining us from so that I can give you and your city a shout out. And also, uh, if you're joining this show for the first time and you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, I want to encourage you to do that now. My channel is at Okelo Javan and I do this Monday to Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which I believe is around 5 p.m. East African Time. Uh, I deeply, deeply appreciate you for taking the time and joining me today. I see that Cubs uh, left us a comment here saying that morning family, uh, you know, uh, a, a person with hunger shows us we are all human and that we should make, and hunger makes us more human and makes us more empathetic. That's what I think Cubs is trying to say here. Thank you again, Cubs, uh, for your continued support. I want to wrap up the show just by sharing one more time uh, about the upcoming Madaraka Festival that I am leading its production. You know, I am very proud of the work that I do in regards to elevating African culture here in America. Uh, by producing Madaraka Festival since 2014, we've been able to not only bring African people to celebrate our culture and enjoy our music and create a platform for, for our artists, but also we've been able to transform many lives in Africa. There are people who are employed and their families depend on the work we do because of the Madaraka Festival. So the Madaraka Festival uh, is also raising funds for One Vibe Africa, uh, for Mama Hope, and also for Refugee Artisan Initiative. These are three amazing organizations that impact over three and a half million people in the United States of America and also in Africa. So if you want to 
donate uh, to support the work that these organizations are doing uh, i encourage you to send me a dm and i'll send you a link the link that will take you to the, the donation page and also i want you to uh, make sure you're helping us spread the word remember we have an amazing lineup of artists from africa uh, and also here in the diaspora and so on may 16th we are going to be in new york at avin plaza on may 21st we will be in atlanta at bucket theater on may 24th we will be in dallas at the house of blues and then on may 26th we will be in seattle at benaroya hall so i highly encourage you to um you know make sure you connect with us and make sure you get your ticket get your ticket for madaraka festival the tickets are actually available now the tickets for new york atlanta and dallas are available at ticketmaster.com and the tickets for the seattle show which is may 26th at benaroya hall are available at the website of benaroya hall again thank you and i just want you all to know that i am deeply deeply grateful for the time that you've taken to join us for the show today and i will see you tomorrow at the same time same place same vibration take great care of yourselves peace and love you are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokele live from Seattle, Washington, USA.